Today's scripture reading is coming from Luke, 14th chapter, the first, then the seventh through the 14th verses. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching when him. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited to someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down in a place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then, in disgrace, you will start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Chapter. Oh, 12 first. He said also to one who invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return. You would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because you cannot they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is the word of the Lord. Reveal, O God, your wonder to our eyes. Open our hearts to Christ's love. Disperse from our minds any darkness and fill our lives with your light. Protect us, O God, from thoughts without action. Guard us from words without life. Grant us wisdom to walk in your ways and open us always to the guiding of your spirit. Amen. There's a man named Masa Takiyama. He is a chef. His restaurant in New York City is among the most expensive in the country. A meal costs about $600 a person before beverages. And his restaurant is a Michelin three-star restaurant, which means it's considered one of the finest restaurants in the world. Now, the menu at his restaurant features ingredients flown from Japan. His tuna dish is considered to be among the unparalleled tuna among sushi chefs. His ability for making soba noodles is renowned worldwide. Vegetables and other ingredients are grown to his specific specifications, and it is hard to find finer or fresher food anywhere in the world. Masa goes to incredible lengths to assure this fresh food. This is one menu that is crafted with an unusual ability and attention. It is a menu that is also inaccessible to most of the people in the world. Now for a restaurant of this caliber, there's a few unusual aspects. First, gratuity is neither expected or accepted. If you try, they will politely decline. I don't know this from firsthand experience. I just read about it. 
but this is because Masa believes in and values in an exceptional hospitality, a kind of hospitality that came from his early experiences in the food industry. And second, the dress code is casual, are expected to come as they are, as they feel comfortable. So what pairs an elite restaurant with a very down-to-earth background might explain the roots of some of his values, both culinarily as well as hospitality. His heart is still in places that raised him and taught him how to cook. You see, Masa hails from Japan, from a place called Kanazawa. It's a small city on the west coast of, of a southern island in Japan. Uh, it is traditional and it's very close to the country. Now he was raised by a family that ran a fish market and had uh, a retail food uh, operation. He grew up working there after school and on weekends. He grew up learning from his family about the ways that food is a way of life. And he learned to make a particular kind of menu in his family's marketplace. This was a menu of food that was designed for family, for people gathering with those close to them, people they love. It was a menu that was noted for its attention to the changing of the seasons and the produce of each respective season. And at the family business, he both prepared this food alongside his family members, his older brother who would eventually take over the family business, as well as his father and mother and sisters. But he also would deliver the food that neighbors would order. He would put it on the back of his bike and, and take it into town and deliver to friends uh, and neighbors and people that they knew. You see, their food became part of the fabric of how a community ate. And what matters in this menu was not the stars or the reviews or the articles about it. It was about the people who ate the food and the people whom they shared that food with. Now, a familiar biblical scene puts such values into conversation. Jesus is invited to dinner in the home of a Pharisee. Now, this is the home of a wealthy, powerful Pharisee leader. The guest list is a who's who of other important Pharisees. And these important Pharisees each pursues, pursue seats reserved for those who are honored. And Jesus, with his class and his background, really doesn't belong at People this table. from families like Jesus do not get invited to dinners like this. Pharisees, scripture says, the Pharisees who are gathered are watching Jesus. They're observing him. And Jesus, the one known for his ability to upset polite company, does not disappoint. Jesus tells a parable about the one who chooses a place of honor and then is asked to take a less important seat. It comes with some embarrassment, a little bit of disgrace. 
And then Jesus tells of another who takes a less important seat and is invited to sit, to move to a more important place by the host. This one is honored in front of all of the guests. And Jesus says, For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Jesus says, The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Jesus is purposeful in turning common assumptions on their head. But this is not really about a dinner party or the guest scripture calls the kingdom of God. That is a, a kingdom of God that also is here on earth as well as beyond our material bodily lives. This is about a social order of the world that is by God's design rather than by human design. This is about finding ourselves among the company of those who gather at God's table and discovering what the guest list there looks like. How the seating of the guests is arranged. By that seating, Jesus is telling us that God's dinner party will look a lot different than the one where he is being observed. And so Jesus opens a conversation about who is at the table. Who is invited at the table? Who is excluded? Why are those who are there there? And when Jesus says to the guests gathered at this dinner party where he is with these Pharisees, he says, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Jesus is referencing that these guests are connected in a closed circle. They will invite one another to sit at places of honor at their tables. They will make one another great by giving them places at each other's tables. And this meal where Jesus sits, for one time, he recognizes that those around the table, that this will not be the only experience of gathering with these folks. Now there's nothing inherently wrong with this per se, but people find themselves in the coveted place of honor because of a relationship. But there's another way, there are other ways of navigating these kinds of relationships. And Jesus teaches that a greater honor will come from an exceptional humility from an extraordinary hospitality, turning from making one's own life better to making the life of the world better, takes on a greater humility, a greater reward on earth as it is in heaven. So what does this look like for us? What does this dinner party mean for you and I? What does it look like to live with this kind of humility that Jesus describes? Now, Joy Moore, a scholar and writer about the Bible, articulates an answer to this question, these kinds of questions, quite well. She explains that signs of faithfulness are not about position or about status. It's not about what we say or what we express. That faith is demonstrated in our actions. 
Moore wrote this, Your contribution to the community is what determines whether you are one to be honored for doing the work of the Lord. Do you want to be known as a Christian, she asks? Show hospitality to strangers. Want to be influential? Show mutual love. Want to attract others? Show generosity when it doesn't seem to benefit you. Moore describes actions from people like you or I, like disciples, that looks a lot like the kinds of actions that Jesus describes, God and Jesus taking in the world. So Jesus turns to the host, the one who invited him and offers Can some instruction. Invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. A church and some chefs from the Waldorf Astoria, Astoria Hotel did something just like this a few years ago. They gathered about 500 people for a special dinner around Thanksgiving time. The chefs of the Waldorf prepared the meal. The dining room was in the sanctuary of St. Bartholomew's Church in New York City. About half the guests paid $100 a ticket for this fabulous meal, and the other half were welcomed without cost. They shared an exquisite meal together, and when you looked around, realizing that every kind of walk of life from the city was gathered around these tables, everyone from the Upper East Side down to those who make their home on the street, when you recognize who was gathered there, the pastor of the church told a newspaper, as he observed this, when the food was passed, we became Even if it equals. was just for a moment, it was the intersection of worlds that don't normally intersect. And it seemed Despite natural. Despite the differences, there was something clearly in common at that meal. They all hoped for a day when there are no such divisions. For a day when their two worlds look just like one neighborhood. Looks an awful lot like the kingdom of God right here on earth. It looks like humility being lived out in the very fabric of our communities. So church, as we hear the words of Jesus, as we go into our lives carrying them with us, let us continue to seek God's ways in this life, to show mutual love, to invite those not invited, to welcome those who cannot pay their own way, to work so that God's world might also be this one, this world that God loves so dearly that these promises of God that are eternal and endless might manifest themselves right here Maybe in the world this day and always. Thanks be to God. Amen.